Hello and welcome to Fodder, the food and drink podcast for Greater Manchester. I'm Matt White and in this episode we're down at Annie's with its owner, Jenny McAlpine. Now you may know Jenny as Fizz from Coronation Street, or you may know her as Jenny from the Jungle after a recent stint in I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. But Jenny is also one of our city's restaurateurs. Alongside her husband, Chris Farr, Jenny's owned Annie since 2012. If you don't know it, it's just off St Anne's Square in the beautiful Royal Exchange building. It's a lovely place, across two floors, massive comfy sofas that you can just sink into. And Jenny, show me around her place recently. Well, here we are upstairs. Um, this is our little um, bar in our tea shop upstairs. Here's Steph making the coffee. We had a chat about all things food, Corrie and, of course, the jungle. But we began by talking about the fact that Jenny, despite being busy with lots of other things, is pretty hands-on with the place. People say, how do you do all this? How do you, you know, you're a soap star, you went into the jungle for a few weeks, you, um, you know, you're a mum and you run this restaurant. How do you do it all? As though I do it all myself, just me. <laughs> but actually, um, it's me and my fabulous um, husband, Chris, and our really supportive families and a really great team around us. And that's what I love. And I've loved getting to know that team of all of our staff um, and lots of them staying with us for those whole five years and the customers staying with us and we've got regular customers and for a place in city centre Manchester that's unusual because you don't you kind of pop in I do that in cities you know pop in once and I'm never going to go again to a place but we have regular customers which and I love getting to know them and their families and them getting to know my family that's my favorite bit so you say that um you don't do it all yourself but whereas there are you see uh like celebrity restaurants around town and it's it's a given that jamie oliver isn't going to be in jamie oliver's restaurant but you do seem to be here quite a bit yeah i'm not i so i am i am here a bit yeah i don't it's certainly not just my name that i put to the place um it's our yeah it's our baby really and um i wouldn't want to i never want to do anything really where i'm not Involved, yeah. Because whenever someone asks me to do anything like, um, you know, uh, support a charity, I always, I I think they think she's a bit strange. She's asking me all these questions because I I like to get really um, involved. I don't want to just say, yeah, I support you, and that's it. I like to get involved in things. That's just me. And yeah. So and it's our, you know, it's it's what we've always wanted to do, Chris and I, um, and. So, yeah, I couldn't... They can't, they can't keep me out of here, basically. <laughs> Someone said to me uh, just this morning, and they said, do Annie's do fried eggs? I went, I don't know. And they went, do you know what, though? Jenny looks like the sort of person that if you wanted a fried egg, she'd we probably do. do you a fried we egg. We do do fried eggs. Well, as standard on our, on our um, menu, on our breakfast menu, it is... Um, a fried egg on the breakfast, which more often than not is a poached egg these days, a standard. It's better for you, isn't it? It's much better for you. And listen, I would plump for the poached egg. I would. Although, 
I will tell you this, this is not on our menu, although it should be, but one of my favorite all-time meals is egg, and that is fried, that's a given, egg, chips, and beans. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, that is just one of the greatest meals. Suitable for any occasion. Oh, what? It's just the best, with white bread and butter to make a chip sandwich out of and dip it in your egg. Perfect. So has food always been important to you? Because I get, so most people are going to know you as Fizz. Mm-hmm. Um, more people now will know you from the jungle as well, which we will talk about. Yes, yes. Um, but you are now becoming known more and more for food with your, the stuff you do on Lorraine. But but where did all that start? Um, well, started from um, from being young, really, and our family kind of. I mean, I had a um, an old. Irish nana, my dad's mum, and you know if Mrs. Doyle in Father Ted is not an invention, <laughs> um, no, certainly um, every Irish nana I've ever met. If you went round to my nana's house, you wouldn't just have a cup of tea. You'd have a cup of tea and go a sandwich. On, go on, go on, go on. And, I mean, you would, and you'd have a sandwich. And the kind of idea of afternoon tea, which Annie's we do a lot of and that's I mean on Saturdays afternoon tea is is our thing this place is full of people having afternoon tea and it's this kind of posh thing now afternoon tea everyone seems to be doing it yeah actually when I went to my nana's house that kind of was what she'd give me a sandwich then a piece of cake then maybe a scone that she's made and another cup of tea it was just nana's house it wasn't afternoon tea so let's talk now about the jungle I'm going to guess that the one thing people want to talk to you about at the moment is the jungle do you know what's weird I'm being it happened today in um, this morning I was in the supermarket uh, a girl came up to me are you Jenny from the jungle Jenny from the jungle I mean it's it's and then I say do you I I said do you know I'm in Coronation Street she said no no idea and the mother and the mother it's a young girl of about 12. I'm wondering now why she wasn't at school, but anyway, that I don't know. Maybe it's half term. I think that's next week. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Her mum was there and she said, I know, I know your fizz, but she, no idea. It's, there's, a, there's a generation of people yeah, who absolutely. kind of didn't know me as fizz and now know me as Jenny from the jungle. But it does, <laughs> it is a programme that has that sort of power, doesn't it? Like I've, yeah. I've got, uh, my eldest is seven. And he's he's never listened to Ian Lee on the radio. He yeah. he certainly never well wasn't alive on the eleven o'clock show. Yeah. But he always goes, oh, Daddy, Daddy, Ian from the jungle, yeah. and it, well, it has that. Well, Ian told a story on his show actually, because I was on his show a few weeks ago, and he was telling the story that um, he took his boys to a pantomime, and all. 1,000 kids in this matinee of this pantomime um, asked Ian from the jungle for a selfie. He said it was quite, you know, bizarre. And all their parents had seen me on the 11 o'clock show, but, kids but the kids, no idea. Yeah. Um, whenever I watch the jungle, and we do watch it, it's one of those programmes, it's, yeah. it's mega, it's a great yeah. Um But the thing that I always think I would completely struggle with, I'd be all right with the snakes and maybe some of the challenges, but it, it's the food. And I don't mean the, the challenges eating the grubs and stuff, I mean just the rations that yeah. you want. That must be... T- and it's completely... 100% genuine isn't it you don't get little snacks oh 100% and actually even though I mean I don't want to sound like oh woe is me but it's actually worse than you see because actually <laughs> what you don't see is the time 
So even the food, even when you get the rations, um, they don't always send it straight away. So you might, you're hungry. Then they send the food. Then you've got to cook it. So by the time you, you start off hungry, then it's two and a half hours before you eat something. Uh, and then you, you have to walk miles to the trials on empty stomachs and then, you know, yeah. do these. And, and then, the, yeah, the rations and the rice and beans. We're talking the size of... Okay, so I've got a cappuccino here, a yeah. small cappuccino. The rice and beans from breakfast would fit in that cappuccino cup, no problem. Really? Yeah, no problem, absolutely. Um, and then even the rations of, that we were so excited about dinner, you know, a crocodile's foot or something. But that yeah. wouldn't be that much bigger than that, to but be honest, portion thing, when, size. When we see that the, the, all the camp gets to eat, and you think, yes, and then it's lowered in, and then you think, actually, oh my God, it is a crocodile's foot. It's like, that's not a treat. And then I said to myself, and um, Chris confirmed it, um, um, before we went in, I said, right, the two things I need to do is um, try not to... Um, get sunburnt because that was one of the reasons <laughs> right, I didn't yeah. want to go uh, because Rule of my one. red hair seriously that was like my real panic and the second one is do not be the camp chef because that is going to be that's just a recipe for disaster I've seen it in previous years they fall out all the time you know there's loads of rows then they put me as the flipping chef on like day three I thought oh no I've got to cook some of this stuff and then Becky did some and then I did some and it was it was a relief, to be honest, the days I didn't do it. What was the hardest thing you had to cook? Um, well, I had to do this buffalo uh, buffalo ribs, which were really tough, mm. really tough. And it was when the camp was split up and I had to cook it for about four of us. And Dennis Wise, by his own, you know, he'd admit it himself, is quite sort of squeamish when it comes to meat. Yeah, so I was cho- chopping up these buffalo ribs to, with a meat cleaver. Uh, and he just thought it was the most disgusting thing ever. Then I had to feed him. And he was quite honest and he told me, it's disgusting. I said, yeah, I know, it's disgusting. Did you have to do any of the grub challenges? So, well, I had to put them in my mouth um, in the one where we did the car cruel karaoke. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't have to swallow them, but I had to... So I'm not sure what's worse, swallowing them or putting them in your mouth and keeping them in. So I had to do... Like, they're alive. When they're you alive. Keep them in your so a worse. shot of a mealworms, a shot of um, a burrowing cockroach in, in between my lips as water spider and then I had to the other one that I had to do is pass a buffalo testicle well five buffalo testicles between me my mouth and Toph's mouth oh god I saw that yeah yeah so they were the they were they were the closest I got to the eating trials it was close enough we had to not this year the year before uh, on the radio station I worked for mm-hmm. we did like um, a, a dumbed down version of a bush tucker challenge yeah. and I ate um Tarantula Ooh. and scorpion Ooh. and um, some sort of ant, I can't remember what it was, but it was just, you, you learn a lot about yourself when you're faced with that. I always thought I'll be absolutely fine if I was in the jungle. Yeah. Then faced with this little tarantula that came in a tin in brine. Oh, wow. And it, I just, yeah, I realised that I'm not as strong as I thought I was. Well, you know, the thing that you didn't have as well, which actually you have in there, which does make you do it, is... That other people starving, <laughs> they are yeah, so hungry, drive, and yeah. that's what drives you. So actually, it's not just doing it; um, it's 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 that drive of these are so hungry, these people, and some of them, you know, when every day someone would go out, there was a point where Jamie hadn't eaten for nine days. All he'd had was a cappuccino cup full of rice and beans. That was it. Um, and people was like, you have know, got to do, and they just had to Jamie in the head. I've got to do this for Jamie. I've got to do this for Jamie. Oh, he's just gonna, he's gonna collapse. 
Um, yeah, so that that is kind of you just you just yeah you just have to. You just got to do it. And you, that's what you're there for. You've kind of agreed, you know, on day one. You know what you're getting yourself yeah, into. Apart from unless you're a mere, and in which case you don't know what you're doing, and then you do send the slogan <laughs> to get me out of here. But that's you know fine. Amir was great though, wasn't he? Oh, he was great. I mean, every day we would tell him, I genuinely had no idea how the whole show worked. And we were telling him, you are priceless. We all thought he was going to win in there. We thought yeah, he do was you know what winner. I thought? Yeah. Because we just he was priceless telly every day. We could tell. I didn't know what they were editing, but I absolutely knew that he would be heavily in it every day and some of the things he would say and do. I, I saw him recently on um, one of these boxing press... I don't oh, know much about sport, yeah, but you yeah, know yeah. where he has Well, to... I know he's having a big fight. He's and... told us on the WhatsApp group that he's having a fight, yeah. So he was he was in this kind of press conference and he was being very angry and they stood up and there was a bit of a scuffle. Oh, yes, and he threw his drink at Yeah, 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 he, was, he, went, he went crackers. That, yeah. But it was odd to see because I'd spent all that time watching him on in the jungle, just being this lovely, daft lad. Yeah. And then seeing... Yeah, no, I know. Well, this is... It is. It's bizarre. That's his... Um, that's his job, really, to to professionally fight people. Hit people. <laughs> but you can't really imagine it. No. I, I mean, it's obviously he, he is a prof- it, it, it really is a professional sport, and he is a professional sportsman because he's the least sort of aggressive, angry, fighty person. Well, I I didn't see that at all. I just saw, I say, a daft boy. <laughs> um. Sticking with television. Yes. Um, we can't not talk about Coronation Street. Yes. Um, and there's kind of a, there's a few food links in there, isn't there? Well, there is. Um, I suppose the Betty's Hot Pot. Annie's have our own hot pot. Do you on do the a hot menu? Pot? We do indeed. Cool. You'd have missed a trick if we you couldn't are. not. Um, when people ask me, is it as good as Betty's Hot Pot? I mean, my official answer is absolutely not. Of course, Betty's Hot Pot is you know absolutely the one. Um, the actual answer is well the truth is the hot pot is made by our amazing canteen who are brilliant and they make beautiful food and when it arrives on set I'm sure it's wonderful but by the time you've done rehearsal take 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 and by the way it's 8 o'clock in the morning when usually you know when you're doing a hot pot scene they don't time it around lunchtime so a half eight with a cold hot pot that's been stood there under lights for about 45 minutes that was beautiful when it left the canteen, but it's not so great now. No, you've not sold it to That's me. That's the truth. That's the truth. Annie's hot pot is far superior for that reason. And fresh. <laughs> fresh, yeah. And yeah, you don't have to eat it again and again because one hot pot is nice, but you know, maybe six or seven hot pots is not so good. Do you get people that come in expecting you to be fizz? Uh, yeah, into the restaurant. Um, I suppose they do. But to be honest, there isn't that much difference between us, so they kind of get that. <laughs> they kind of get that. Fizz is, um, Fizz is, she looks a bit like me, and she's she from does the same place. Like yeah, she does, yeah. doesn't she? And she's from the same place as me. Uh, so, yeah, we're not that different, to be honest. Do you think it helps? Do you think people do come in because you're you? Um, well, I think they do, and I think they did at the start, particularly. Yeah. Um, but then we've had to grow a reputation on the actual food and the experience that people have because they wouldn't just keep coming back because no, it's Fizzy's place. Absolutely, and Manchester's got quite a high turnover of restaurants and you have lasted five years. A really high turnover and, and you know, and it's because I'm really aware that people are coming to spend their hard-earned money here mm. and um, I, I wouldn't want them just to be here oh, because it's Fizzy's but it's not that great really. So we really work harder and our... our 
like I say, I mean, afternoon tea, weekends, Saturdays, um, are, 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 are crazy days for us. Um, and and the, the kind of the people that come in, I love seeing them come back. That's my that's my favourite thing. So if someone comes and and tries us, and then or or hearing about them come back, and you know, and staff or Chris will tell me, oh, the lady's been in. You know, this. I mean, we've. This sounds really um, miserable, but I'm just going to tell you anyway. No, but next week we've had we've had all sorts of people. But next week, um. I'm going to the funeral of an old lady who has been coming here for five years and and there's a load of us we're going to go you know we're, we're going to turn up on a, on a on a bus a few of the staff are coming because she um she she was so loyal to us and um i know that might sound depressing but hopefully it's not no it's not you know nice. so but she she was she, she became a friend that's the point so my our customers become friends of ours so there you go the lovely jenny from the jungle office Annie's is just off St. Anne's Square in Manchester. You should pop along. So, that's it for fodder. To hear all the podcasts, visit tasteofmanchester.com. Thanks for listening.